I'll come back. 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 Auto-tuned, you'll know what happened. It's all good. I, if you do, I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, it's auto-tune. <laughs> we went live right as soon as that happened, didn't it? Oh my god. No! <laughs> I don't want to release the music. Do some more. No. Do some more. Hello Come on, man. and welcome to the podcast where the bar gets lower every single week. Woo! Your 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 bartender Damn, is stealing our, our milk. Uh. Roar and ravage. I'm playing Elden Ring. I have no life. And I'm supporting this year's Hunger Games for the homeless. Uh, this week, um, it is April Fool's Day, so we thought it would only be suiting that we invite a very, very special guest, perhaps not a fool, but fooled enough to come and join us. Their name is Bandy. What's up, our cast? Yay, we're happy to have you. Uh, now, for those who uh, have never tuned in before, happy April Fools. We're done. Milk, shut it off. <laughs> no? Okay. I'm, I really hope you didn't, actually. Okay. But for those who are tuning in for the first time ever, hello and welcome. We're, uh, you know, the Barcast. We invite community people that you guys have wanted before in the past to politely invite them on and then uh, ask, let you guys ask some questions and then uh, make them miserable for two hours and say a lot of us in between. Uh, if you want to catch previous episodes, such as Dusty Cat, Andrea Libman, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, haha, <laughs> April Fools, I meant John DeLancey, you can check out on places on like Google Play Music, Spotify, iTunes, and other places where you can get your podcast-related material. We're also streaming live on Twitch, so that way we can put it on YouTube, which leads us to Milk. Milk, what are questions we can't ask our guest? Oh, fuck. I have to actually talk today. You can't ask yeah, our guest. Yeah, to... no one's here. Uh, fuck. I don't remember any of what we're not allowed to ask, but I'm pretty sure you're not allowed we're to ask where they live. or what questions they're... about politics or religion. We're Those things. We're not going to do game rewards. We're not going to ask our guests to incriminate themselves or reveal their real name. And don't be a dick. But our guest is super cool today. So, by all means, throw, like them questions at us you know the questions you you, you know what i'm fucking saying you you got this <laughs> and without further ado that speaking of doing a little bit of that we got some drinking words rav what's our drinking words our drinking words are pencil yep and and i'm drawing a blank nut do you, do you hear us say pencil or nut Take a nice long drink and know that we would never talk bad about pencil behind your back. <laughs> pencil. Um, so, without further ado, let's get down to knowing our guest, Bandy. We're so excited to have you here. You're such a cool dude. Um, let's let's get started. Let's basic introduction. Who are you and what do you do for the fandom? Well, 
Thank you. That's super sweet of you to say. Um, my name is Bandy. I've been writing fan fiction since 2011, way back in the olden days. Um, recently, I've started to dabble into fic readings, which are available on my YouTube. Plug in that. Um, I will also be making some music in the near future. Got a couple projects in the pipeline that I'll be putting out on my YouTube channel. So go ahead and check that out if you're able. But uh, mainly, I'm here for the fix. Hell yes. Now, when you say music projects, you've now peaked my ear holes as I am also a musician. What sort hey. of music are you looking at? Um, the past couple of months, I've been obsessed with uh, Violet Pony and their particular flavor of hyperpop. Um, I've never been a fan of hyperpop until I listened to, um, I think it's Fish Whisperer or their their latest album, like Fish. I think it's Fish Whisperer. Um, they also put out a song called Antonymph, I think, last year, which is just like the most hyper poppy song ever. It's like the next generation of brony music and what like Mike the Microphone and and um, those 2013 dubstep brony artists were back in the day. That's what Violet Pony is now. They're the next continuation of that uh, musical lineage. And it's sick as fuck. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, so um, I've been I've been doing some drum covers to that to answer your question in a very roundabout okay, way. Okay, so or, so now we're talking actual instruments. So you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. I play drums. All right. Um, what do you play? I I am a drummer. I'm I was going for endorsements with Tama for my touring band. Um, Holy shit! That's really cool, man. That's so, sick. So I, I I gotta ask, what's your brand? Uh, well, you know what? I've got a I've got a very early '90s Tama Rockstar kit um, mm. set up in the studio. My traveling kit's a mishmash right now. I've got a Ludwig snare drum and a couple yeah. of like micro snares from Pearl that I use a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, like... go for it. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm pretty. I know this isn't a drum podcast, but um, I do want to say um, Zildjian cymbals. Yay or nay? Uh, I like Zildjians. They're so expensive, though, and I just typically go for Sabians. Sabians, solid choice. Dude, their, um, their HHXs are balls to the wall very good. They're amazing. Like, I, I typically am a, am a heavy metal drummer, so like one of the uh, symbols that I rock the most is an AAX Chad Smith Holy China. Like, it's, it's so amazing. But literally nobody else except for you and me are having a good time right now. So let's move back to horses. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so how did you get into MLP? Um, well, uh, when I got started back in 2011, um, I was still in high school at the time. And a friend of mine um, just kept bugging me about it. He knew I was into cartoons and he kept telling me, hey, man, you got to check this out. It's killing. It's great. It's all those cool things. And at first – I thought, I'm 16, and this is cringe. No, I will not, <laughs> I will not watch the cartoon. Um, I just got bored one day, to be totally honest, and I started watching uh, Sweet and Elite. That was the first episode I ever watched, and I was just instantly hooked. It's like It was a rarity episode. It, the, the vibe was good. Rarity was in like peak insanity, peak stress couture, and I was hooked. No, that's fair. A lot of people like the early rah-rah horse, and some people ha also have taste. 
so let's move <laughs> to the next question. What do you consider to be your favorite part of the fandom? In short, what keeps you here? Is it the online community, the fix, the music, the friends we made along the way, the conventions? What keeps you here? Well, I don't think it's any molten hot take to say the show is hit or miss. Like, it's great, but very hit or miss as far as, like, show quality goes. The real important thing and the thing that's kept me around for, God, 11 years has been uh, the fandom. Like, it, it started on film fiction, moved into film fic groups. Now we're on Discord. But I've made so many amazing friends through this community. And that's something that's followed me for the past, like, 11 years of my life. And it's hopefully something that's going to follow me for the rest of my life, too. Friendship really is magic. It is so magic. It's absolutely true. Um, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or fans that have been um, contributing to your most, like, your meteoric rise on film fiction recently, um, what would you say to them? Thanks for reading Sticks. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Um, no, thank you for sticking with it. I've I've been on a journey, man. I started writing 11 years ago, and I was really shitty. And it's only been in the past like year or two that I feel like I've really gotten good. But people have stuck with me, and they've they've provided you know critique and and feedback when I've needed it, and praise and adulation when I probably didn't deserve it. So thank you everyone for sticking around. I hope you enjoy what I've got coming up. Now the next the next question is a little more heavy. It's a little more service if you will um generation four is over and now we're even seeing more directions on where generation five is going to go and really interesting new designs and you know the the fandom's kind of in an interesting spot where we've got a lot of content but is some of it's falling on deaf ears some people are just like no not old con no new no, no new no new only old where do we as a community go from here to stay relevant and together? I think the thing that made the Brony phenomenon in the first place was the quality of the fan works that came out of it. And I think that's going to be what keeps us going. Um, the quality of the music that comes out, the quality of the fanfics that comes out, and the art that comes out, um, that's what's going to keep drawing people in. Um, the show is what the show is. It'll be good or it will be hood. And either um, people will watch it or not. But the thing that will really draw people is going to be the, the fan works. So if we as a community can embrace um, that kind of feedback-oriented mentality, we're going to stay on top of the heap as far as like fandom quality of works, and we're going to stay relevant. I think there's a ton of truth there. Um, there's one thing that the Slash MLP – or oh my god – if there's anything that the MLP fandom does well, maybe not excessively better, I will say better than many other fandoms is just the sheer quality of the work. Like the, the writing community in particular has put so much energy into what they do. And if you look at the growth of some of the authors, especially how they've taken launches into whether it's the furry community or other different fandoms, to just like getting their, you know, catching more breath or through their uh, Twitter pages. It, it's really crazy the amount of skill that's in this fandom and the amount of support that's there to help build up skills. Yeah, 
I want to bring up Violet Pony one more time. A, because everyone should go check out Violet Pony. Uh, but also, um, I don't know if this is last year, maybe even a little bit, you know, even before last year, but they um, got a feature on Anthony Fantano's Twitch stream, like the uh, the uh, the internet's busiest music critic, or right? Mm-hmm. And if you watched the the Twitch chat, as soon as it came up, like, oh, Brony musician, the chat was just full of shit and hate. And over the course of like the seven or eight minutes that the the Violet Pony's music got featured. You could see the slow turning of the tide, like, oh, hey, wait a minute, this is actually kind of good, all the way until the end of the song when the whole chat had been converted. Everyone had to admit, oh, this music is undeniably good. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's that vibe is what's going to keep us going, it's that quality. No, I think there's a lot of truth there, and I think you put it exceptionally well. Well, those are our introductory questions. Now it's time to throw you to the wolves. We got a bunch of questions out on the Barcast thread. Let's jump into it. Muggany is number one on the top of the list and asks, how your day? Day good. How yours? He can't answer. He's just a comment. Oh, damn. <laughs> Muggany, my Master. day's good. Thank you. Question number one uh, from the Glim Master now is, Bandy, Bendy, Bindy, Bundy, and Bondy? Yes. Now, that is one thing that I will, I will touch on a little bit. How does it feel being a, a semi-recognized fan fiction author that has a name on fan fiction that literally is similar to yours except with one letter? Like, both of you guys have different clouts and, and reputations. Do you guys get confused a lot or, or like, people confuse you two a lot? I didn't know there was another author with a similar name to me. Bendy, actually. He, he Bendy. Writes of, he, he writes a lot of human and equestria, but it's no big deal. Oh, that's great. I mean, no, I've I've never achieved the level of success that Bendy has because I I know for a fact I've never been confused for Bendy. But hey, shout out to Bendy. Hey, you know, he's he is a person that is alive. Number two. <laughs> What? He is! <laughs> How do you make Worst Pony become Best Pony? Uh, what were the three C's that you had mentioned uh, prior to the stream starting? Uh, comedy, clop, and cute. That's how you do it, man. That's how you do it. You, you, <laughs> you make them super cute and make the reader laugh and then fuck them. <laughs> fuck the cute thing. Couldn't have put it better myself. Chat, I, I need to see it right now. How how many of you here would fuck the cute thing? I need to know. But while they're they're catching up because we're on a delay, let's go to number three. When you're when are you gonna do a pony story involving a lot of butts with Bendy? Oh my god, I called it. Now that I know that Bendy exists and is a, a beautiful, talented human being, I'm gonna have to reach out and we'll have to get something cooking so this is the inspiration moment right here this this is it this is the moment. you were all here when it happened oh bendy where are you at where are you <laughs> at bendy i'm about to nut okay drink number four what superpower would you like to have um practically speaking uh regeneration because you could theoretically live forever and just like go full mr atomic but uh 
we're going like the romantic superhero notion, I would love to fly. I think that'd be sick. Yeah. It'd make the commute easier. Definitely. So let's see. Next question is, during your life, did you sit down on your chair and ask yourself, why do I like this colorful equins? I have asked myself that question at least once a week for the last 11 years, and I still don't have a good answer. I just do. I like it. The it, the shapes are good. The colors are palatable. Mm, yeah. Yes. Palatable pony shapes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> this is this – is, uh, that, that is a name of a clop story. Actually, it's the name of a war story. Uh, all right, number six. <laughs> a blue person looks at you in a camera. He appears to be sad, but you quickly realize that was not the case. With sarcasm, he asks you not to have something very vulgar. He asks if you do not have something very vulgar. What vulgar thing don't you have? What is this? Hold on. I need to reread this because I stumbled through it. He needs to go check on the Glim Master make sure they're okay. Did, are you having a strong? <laughs> he is having strong. A blue person looks at you in a camera. He appears to be sad, but you quickly realize that was not case. With sarcasm, he asks you if you do not have something very vulgar. What vulgar thing don't you have? You know, this kind of reminds me of the lyrics to that song um, by Eiffel 65. Yeah, um, I'm blue. Yeah, that's. I think that's what he's referencing. Maybe. I, I mean, a part of me sitting here, like, thinking of, um, what's it, Pink Eye, Georgie? I have crippling depression. I'm like, huh, whatever that, I don't know, man. <laughs> swing and a miss on this meme, Glim. RK Striker JK5 is up next. Number one, what is your favorite non MLP franchise? Man, I'm in love with Avatar The Last Airbender. That was my jam. It would come on the moment I got off the bus from grade school. It just happened to be, it was a fate thing. So I would always watch it when I got home from school. So I was, I was obsessed ever since like 2005 or whenever it came out. That's the GOAT. Dude, Avatar is like one of the best fucking shows of all time. Like for mm -hmm. animated like shows. Who's who's best character? Oh man. I love Aang. I love him to death, but Sokka's my boy. I really Sokka. connected with Sokka, the lovable loser, man. That was me. And still is, for reference. Well, oh hey, you didn't pick Zuko, so <laughs> we, we can be friends. This is fine. Who's your favorite? I, me? Yeah. Oh my god, Katara, 100%. Pure waifu mode. Oh man, you were a lusty teenager, weren't you? I will not talk about my internet history. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next question is, have you ever done anything for a non-MLP franchise? Um, you know... At the beginning of this year, I started writing an Avatar The Last Airbender fanfic that t turned into a pony fic. So sort of yes, but also no. Okay, that's fair. Everything, it, the, just the ponies, man. They keep invading everything I do. When ponies invade. Uh, there, there's actually that, that uh, branch of stories, uh, Ponies Invade Earth, where it's like, like 
uh, warfare of humans versus ponies trying to like dominate each other's worlds. Sounds edgy though. I remember when the Conversion Bureau stories uh, overtook the feature box. I was there. Oh, is that Conversion Bureau? Is that that thing? That's what I, I thought. Know. I've actually never read the Conversion Bureau. That's I what thought, I assumed. I thought Conversion Bureau was like a kink thing. You guys know? God, I remember I when Conversion Bureau actually was like a big thing. Yeah, I remember what it was like. What was, like, what, what was this hype? Like 2015 or some shit? Like, like yeah, 2015, 16, 17. And it was like the whole purpose was just changing Earth into Equestria 2. Yeah, there was the main stories, and then it spun off like a billion spin-offs saying, this is in the Conversion universe, and I'd be like, how? Yeah. Fucking okay. Think, think oh. like FOE and FOE. You know, both of those whole things spawned just series after series of just side stories. You know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the Clockwork Society, which is like... The, the, that's the kink, kink one, yes. Kink in Pony World. Yeah. Like that, that's what I'm thinking That's 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 the kinky one. Yes, so much kink. Speaking of kink, my kink is A, to say hi to Flammenwerfer because he's here. Hi, Flam. Hi, and... I'm here for occasional commentary. I'm still working, though. Okay, you, you do, you, you work that thing, baby. Um, Ooh, well. Rav, would you like to take Alex underscore's questions? Yeah. Switch back over to my tab here. You're very prepared. Oh, yes, absolutely. You're so fucking prepared. All right. Alex asks, is this an April Fool's Day prank? You wish it was. Oh, how do we make it an April Fool's Day prank? Um, I don't think you can top the almost bait and switch of uh, canceling the stream right as it starts. Yep, we've peaked. I think we're done. Let's go. Bye. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright. Well, since we Rap, can't we're talk done. that... No, please oh, go. okay, fine. Please go. <laughs> I believe you do the thing. Alright, the well, then tell me a joke about rabbits. I know one. I know one. I swear I know one. Um, okay, um, what did the rabbit give his girlfriend when he wanted to propose? He gave her a 14-carat ring. Oh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I think he just nut. hurting from the pun and not ejaculating. That sounded I like you were nutting. He sounded like a nut to me. Nut! <laughs> Tell me about the rabbit's priest. Don't stop it! Stop it! Oh, Jesus. All right, moving on. What is the worst thing you have ever had in your mouth? I delineate between food things and non-food things. The worst food thing I ever had in my mouth uh, was a chicken wing that I got on the corner of 59th and 8th in New York City, and it was dead-ass raw. Like, they had dunked it into the fry oil, but the fry oil must not have been warm enough because it came out sloppy and raw, and I was drunk, and I bit into it. Just raw chicken 
and um, batter paste. That, you know, exquisite, delicious texture of rubbery, uncooked yeah. chicken and grease. That was pretty rough. Dude, I'd the worst. Up. I came close. I held it in. It was very admirable. It was an effort. Um, the worst non. Whatever you did into. <laughs> um, I'm. I... Mama didn't raise a spitter. She didn't raise a quitter. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the worst food, non-food thing I've ever had in my mouth uh, was a bee. I was like six years old, and I accidentally, oh. I accidentally ate a bee. That was not fun. It stung my tongue, and I uh, almost suffocated. Shit was not cash. I can imagine. I mean, I'm allergic to all vespids, bees, wasps. It doesn't matter. They sting me. I have problems. Mm-hmm. Well, you have so, problems yeah, with I, or without bees. I mean, yeah, but specifically with flying, stinging, nasty little insects, yes, I have problems. That's got to be scary, because there's bees everywhere. Like, anywhere there's flowers and plants, there's bees. So you got to think, like, oh, man, that's a beautiful field of marigolds. <laughs> Some fucking little killers might be lurking in that. I mean, that, it just turns average everyday life into Elden Ring. It really does. It's more like, oh, what a beautiful field full of flowers. And then me vision is more like, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, no. I get it. It fucking sucks. I'm not, like, deathly allergic to it, but it's bad enough. Um, well, speaking of beautiful fields, what's your favorite weather? Um, I'm partial to, like, 68 degrees and partially cloudy. Because you don't need a whole winter coat. You only need a light sweater. Mm. Yeah, yeah sweater weather. I feel that. I like comfy weather. Question and like any, five. any, oh yeah, go, go, go. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. No. Ah. Yes. I, I would like to uh, pause this barcast real quick, and I would like everyone to go around and tell us what you're drinking. Why, yes, I will happily start. Um... I am drinking a local brewing company's vanilla bean blonde beer. It's an ale brewed with natural vanilla flavor added, and it tastes like ice cream. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. Because I'm amazing. Flam, are you drinking sadness because of work? No, I'm just chugging down like an entire fucking uh, thing of water. Hail hydrate. Mm, so yes, it is amazing. sadness. What are you drinking, baby? It Who'd you ask? Bandy. I'm so glad you asked. I'm drinking a screwball peanut butter whiskey mm. over ice with some bitters. It tastes like peanut butter and jelly. Hell yes. Delicious. I want some. <laughs> it's super good. You either love it or you hate it. There's no in-between. Either you're going to like be a disciple forever or you're going to beat up people who say they like it. <laughs> Violence, I, I see. On, I grew up on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I, I'd have a hard time hating that. You might I, love this. I I still will go as far as eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich five days in a row for lunch for a week. 
I'm just that I'm just that much of a child. Right? Milk, what are you drinking? Please don't be gin and coke scotch again. <laughs> it wasn't scotch, it was it was fireball last time where it was frozen. Oh god. And it tasted really good and it was a it was a really nice top shelf bottle of Hendrix with the bottom shelf fireball and a can of coke. But no, I'm Walk me through that time out. Did you like freeze an ice cube of fireball and then put it in your drink? <laughs> no, so you know those little shooter bottles where you can like they they like they come in packs of 12. Yeah. So I threw a whole thing of those into the freezer and just forgot about them. So they had a whole month in this freezer that just gets down to negative four all the time. So eventually they just froze into like this slushy paste. And I had like this big styrofoam cup of Coke and it was full of ice. So I started pouring in shot after shot of that stuff. But I had to like squeeze the bottle into it. And then I just poured a whole bunch of gin on top of it and then drank it. Great, man. It was very tasty. It was not a mistake like I said it was last week because I don't remember how last week was anymore. So it was definitely not a mistake. Uh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad for you. But uh, this week I'm drinking uh, Jack Daniels t- Tennessee Honey stuff. I'm just taking shots of it. Yes. I like that shit. I, I, I have the Evan Williams American Honey that I've been sipping off gently through the week. It is, in fact, the nut. Rab, what you drinking? Uh, I am drinking vodka, and I'm chasing it with mango uh, uh, soda water. Nice. Mango yeah. soda water. I see a first-time chat from a viewer. The Navy Manatee asks, Howdy Gamer, who's best pony to each of you? Bandy, would you like to try? What would you like? Yeah, I can start us off. Um, I'm a Pinkie Pie guy. Ponkapoo? I'm a Ponkapoo person. Yeah. Party, party, Pri- party. That's right. Priester, what about you? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so I am a Princess Cadence person, and I never get the chance to ever say it. I, I never get the opportunity to sit up here on this cast and talk about how Princess Cadence is clearly the best princess. I mean, she has the strongest power. Anyone who doesn't like her, she can just manipulate into immediately loving her. Like, how devious is that? She's instantly the greatest fucking princess. Like, she can just fucking murder people, and everyone will still love her. She can get away with anything. She had a child that murdered half a kingdom, and everyone thinks she's great. She's the best princess. I mean, um, Milk, what's your favorite? It sounds like you might be the kind of person to have a shrine of this particular horse, don't you? I only have 14 plusies of Cadence. It's fine. I it also sounds like you might have a fedora with Cadence on it, too. I actually don't think I have that anymore. Really? Anymore. Time out. Anymore. I know I gave away one of my fedoras to Shane. Nope, that fedora to Shane still exists. It's there. It's on one of the Cadence plusies. It's a, I have it ironically. Yeah. Yes, yeah. ironically. Yeah, sure. I have never worn that thing. You need to wear it to BabsCon. But I you wanted do. a place to like stick all of the buttons that we've collected. Bring so natural. Bring you get it. a pink fedora to put all the buttons on, and it just looks fucking horrifying. And everyone's like, "Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you?" And then you laugh, haha, it's a joke. And then you cry yourself to sleep. No, bring it, bring it to BabsCon. Okay. You must wear it. I'm not wearing it though. You have to wear it. 
I'm not bringing you the price for work. You can't just not. You can't just bring it and not wear it. I mean, come on. Oh, I'll wear it. I'll wear it for you. Okay. But I'm gonna tell any anybody who asks me though. Anybody who asks me though, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the, the, the worst horse in the world. You know what? I I might do it for Bambi. I'll I'll do it for our bro. <laughs> bro. Right. I'm glad you're gonna get. You're gonna have such a good time with that thing on. It's the last no, Babscon. You gotta wear it. You gotta wear I, it. I'm really not. Like pencil's just gonna look at me and go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> Rav, best horse. You're asking somebody who switches favorites on a weekly basis. Um, I know. There can only be one. Uh, does it have to be from the show? Okay, who's your favorite that's not from the show? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just genuinely asking, are we being specific for the show? No, but now you've dug yourself a hole. What's your favorite Star Wars character? Do they have to be from Star Wars? I mean, if Wars? it's Button's mom, okay. I get it. Okay, it's Christ. Oh, uh, shit, no, all right, um... Uh, Best from the show is going to be Luna. Best OC. The show. God. Fucking figures. I would be drawing a blank. Um. Fine. You can just say Button's mom. No. Umbra. It's Milky Way, isn't it? No, I just said Umbra. Umbra. Oh, okay. understandable. How about you, Flame? Uh, Bidoof. Bid yeah, I mean, we did say it doesn't have to be from the show, so in all fairness, it's a four-legged animal that walks around, so... <laughs> At least one Bidoof crossover on Fin Fiction. Someone would have to, like, dig to find it, but it exists, no doubt. And I'm going to immediately find it. I need it. to fact-check no. that. Okay, non Fin Fiction. Non-memeing, non non though, uh, Luna still holds a nice place in my heart, so, yeah. My Little Pokemon Badges of Magic by Robolestia. Yep, it's Bidoof. Shout out Robolestia, let's go. All right, all right. Let's go to Anonymous Potato, who's up next. Hey, Obandi. You've written a couple stories about or involving music. What instruments do you play? Oh, um, did we answer this? Or was that before the stream started? Because I can go over it. No, go over it, man. Uh, hell yeah. Um, so I am a drummer. Um, I've been drumming since I was like six or seven years old. Um, I've got a fairly robust career in music outside of the Brony fandom. Um, but yeah, it's been drums all the way through. I'm pretty active in, in some local music scenes, but um, Brony music is something I'm going to be getting into more as the uh, upcoming months progress. So keep your keep your ears peeled. Sweet. Uh, who, who's your favorite musician, artist, or composer? Uh, like I said earlier, I've been obsessed with Violet Pony this month, but um, favorite musician changes from month to month. Um, uh, the band Everything Everything has been big on my radar lately. Um, the Moon Tonight's recent fic in Birdsong actually turned me on to their music. Super, super good. Um, very good electronic music band. It's like electro-pop. Um, but a very like emotionally charged electro pop. I would highly recommend that song in Birdsong. 
And I would also recommend The Moon Tonight's Fic in Birdsong, because it's killing... I think it's still in the feature box, actually. Oh, no, it just got out. Um, it was there for a little bit. You should all go read it. It's great. Yep. Let's all... Let's all... Let's meme it back into the box. It's all like it right now. <laughs> meme it meme back it into back. the box. Yes. Let's do it. Hold on. I can find it. Moon tonight. Got this. Yeah. It there deserves it is. There it is. It, it's good. It's a goodie. Boom. Back into the box. Let's go. <laughs> so many upvotes. Look at that. That's that's great. All right. The Moon Tonight's such a good author. Um it really is. Oh is yeah. It? It's Moon tonight's a part of um oh my goodness, the write off, right? I think so. I think write off slash quills and sofas gang. Yeah, quills and sofas, that's what I mean. They've got a really unique style. It's like very, very poetic and flowing. Very cool. Uh their fig never complete is like just gut wrenching. Super, super good. Uh, there's a hype train that is close. Thank you, everyone, for donating bits in the chat. We'll talk a little bit later about where those bits go. Uh, which of your stories are you most proud of? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I I try to not look back too much because a lot of the stuff that I wrote um, prior to the past year or two has been not up to my current standard which I think is a good thing. Like your standards should always be evolving and the things you write a year ago should not hold up to what you are now if you're progressing. Um, but that being said, I'm really proud of so much for strangers, which was a mostly original character fic. And then uh, the next lesson is also what I'm really proud of. Um, the next lesson, especially because it's just a very like happy fic. It's got a happy ending. I feel like, for some reason, it's very easy to turn um, pony fix into these like sad sap things. But um, to get something that's got like a genuinely happy ending and it's genuinely uplifting, and to come from me, someone who I feel like I don't write a whole lot of happy endings, um, that was really a breath of fresh air. So I'm really proud of that one. Yeah, everyone likes a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And it was an entry into the uh, MLP Renaissance contest, which produced like 20 quadrillion good fix. That sounds about right. Any anytime a, a competition come like comes around, people just come out with their best. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. That that's part of the reason like we haven't had like a bar cast writing contest in such a long time, just because so many people come out of the woodwork with either amazing comedy or whatever. Like it, it's it's so difficult to get through it all and judge them all. It's 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 it's. I have so much respect for the people that run contests regularly. Yeah, uh, I forget who won. Um, hang on, I'm gonna. Celestia Regina by Sledge One Fifteen won that contest. I remember Celestia Regina now. It's, it's what? Oh God! It's like. It's coming up on a year old. It it freaking holds up. Man, that's such a good fic. It builds on the lore of the universe super. In a, just a super interesting way. It focuses on um, Celestia a lot, so Celestia fic, if people are into that. But man, dude, people go hard for contests. It's scary. Like, submitting for a contest is terrifying because you spend all this time, you're under a deadline, you submit it, and then you see, like, the names of the other authors who are also submitting. That's just a terrifying experience. 
the big thing to keep in mind though, like the names of people, like don't let that ever influence like whether you think you should join a competition or not. I know I've joined competitions more than more than a handful of times and not even place. Now there's 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 some contests I've jumped in and just like swept and it's been nice. But I mean everyone has an off day. Everyone has a good chance to like jump in and, and win a contest. So like it's such a great experience to do that and get feedback to to work in it, it builds your chops so much. And Phils and Sofas both do that really well. Um they balance new authorship really well. And both of those groups, like both Quills and Sofas and the write-off group both do a feedback-based system where if you want to participate and submit stories, you're also obligated by a you know a, a kind of a social contract to provide feedback for others. That's the way to do it. That's what's going to be the thing that you know builds a better writership. So it it helps you, you know, the anonymous submitter because you get to read a bunch of stuff and critique, but then. You also get a lot of feedback too, which is obviously the most important thing, second only to actually writing the thing. Absolutely true, and it's important to, um, to to pursue as many options as possible because the more you stick to maybe one, like only one group, you may get a lot of the same feedback all the time, and it's important to get varied editors with varied feedback and really like get an all well-rounded kind of experience mm -hmm. yeah the the write-off group has been going for a long time and they're great i just joined quills and sofas last month but they've been going hard for years those are both incredible groups if you want to become a better author and make some friends those are the groups to do it um you're going to get a lot better feedback and a lot better engagement than you would just on the fim fiction website as good as Fimfic is those groups the discords the reddits the subreddits are just like bastions of good fic writing. Yeah, they may not be the largest groups like by users or like people that have joined, but their activity is what makes them stand apart. Exactly, exactly right. So, um, next question, and this one's apparently for everyone on the cast. If there's one person you can meet, anyone at all, who would it be and why? Bandy, let's start with you. Oh, man. Um... I would really love to meet Abraham Lincoln. This is like this has been my answer since I was four years old. I, I'm a big history buff, so nothing to do with anything. Just Abe Lincoln. Hell yeah, Clam. You say Badoof, I swear to fucking Christ. <laughs> Badoof is not a person, so that wouldn't work. Uh, if I could meet one person in history, uh. I, there's anyone two, at all, not anyone in history. Oh, just and if I could just meet anyone at all, so it could be a fictional character too. Yeah, Bidoof. Got him. Milk. <laughs> the the guy who made Bidoof. <laughs> God. <laughs> Rap. <laughs> Well, I can't top that, so... Yes, you can. You know you can. Uh, Badoof's mom. I want to meet Dave Grohl. You fuckers. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. The, the surprise is that Dave Grohl actually voiced Badoof in all of the anime seasons. 
I'm I am this close to quitting this podcast. Shut it down. Shut down this stream. It's over. <laughs> All right. Uh, Latrius is up next. Latreus, Latrius. I'm so bad at this. Number one, would you hug a bat pony, my friend? Oh, without a doubt. They look so soft. So soft. Would you hug an original style changeling? Yes, I would. They look so crispy. So crisp. Uh, would you hug Nyx? Oh, fun fact, I've never actually read Past Sins. Hey, me it's been either. been so long. I've never read it. I guess this is my, uh, this is either my motivation to write it or my motivation to never read it, ever. So you I'm going to give it a hard maybe. It, it's absolutely crazy. Like, the, I've tried so hard to jump in and, like, try to read some of the, like, fandom classics. Um, and, and we've had many of the classic authors on here before. Um, and like, I, I'm good friends with like skirts and we, we've had pen stroke on before and they're all wonderful people. Um, but it, I, it is, it is tough to get th through some of those older ones, especially when you know how far like the fandom's grown and how far some of the skills have grown since then. Like, have you tried reading my little pony, uh, my little dashie recently? We love Rob Cakron. Rob Cakron's great. The guy who wrote my little dashie, but it's, it's a tough read. <laughs> love Rob too. Um, I don't. I think the only person that dislikes My Little Dashy more than everyone else is Rob. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. He of all the people who don't like that fic, he hates it the most. Absolutely true. Absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, would you hug Ocellus? Uh, um, yes. I forget which one Ocellus is, but I'm gonna go with yes anyway. She she is Blue Bug Girl. Oh, the Blue Bug. Yes. Fundo per fundo. And then we are provided with a random Fluttershy appears given set picture. What do? Mm. Oh, well, going in the vein of the previous questions, I would hug it. Yay. That's what I would do. That's my final answer. Locking it in. I'm, I'm happy you didn't say you would badoof her. <laughs> if I were more clever, I would have said that. What is she holding? It looks like a pillow. Pillow? What if it's a Bidoof? <laughs> that, that is the power of a Scarlet interface hooked up to a good microphone for that sigh. All right. Sumbro for Life is up next. Number one, what's your favorite video game? Oh, man, I've been obsessed with Deep Rock Galactic for a minute now. DRG all the way, baby. Rock and Stone. I love I've that video game. such good things about that game. What's it about? Okay, let me, uh, let me give you the elevator pitch for DRG. Um, you are an alcoholic spacefaring dwarf lured by the promise of riches to the distant dangerous planet of Hoxies 4. Your anarcho-capitalist overlords send you down into the depths of the planet to strip it of its minerals. But there's a catch. The natives are not happy that you're stealing their minerals. And the natives just happen to be giant carnivorous killer bugs. Mm -hmm. Deep Rock Galactic. PM, 2018. Wow. That... 
That sounds crazy. I, I kind of want to give it a shot. I mean, it sounds in some ways like uh, uh, No Man's Sky, but with stakes. <laughs> sort of. I've I've heard it described best as like Minecraft combined with um, uh, Left for Dead. It's like oh. it's like wave survival plus mineral gathering. Okay. Yeah, it's one to four player co-op. Really fun to play with friends. And the community is great, too. The The DRG Discord pops off daily. It's a really fun community to interact with. We may have to keep that on the back burner for a game night one of these nights, guys. If you're ever playing that, dude, uh, call yeah. me. Call me, man. I'm there. A hundo P, friendo. <laughs> what is your favorite boss fight? Oh, it's got to be from DRG got to be from drg there's a couple different bosses but there's um there's one particular um like semi boss fight with this machine called a betsy that just gets me every time i'm so bad at killing betsy um those of you who actually played drg will probably be like well it's like one of the easiest sub bosses to clear but for some reason for me it's just impossible i'm probably just bad at video games but that's my uh that's my boss fight that i fear the most Number three. Oh, I haven't gotten the opportunity to ask this one in a while. Okay. <clears throat> Number three. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yes! Uh, keep going, man. Pop off. Keep going. Well, He-Man, what do you say? I say, for the honor of Skull, you shall not pass. Fuck! Uh, I've, I've never seen He-Man. I've seen She-Ra, um, but I've never seen He-Man. That's fair. Well, I mean, She-Ra's a little easier to access, too. Like, it's on all the Netflixes. All the uh, Netflixes. Number four, you are in Horseburg. What business what do? I am here to collect stonks, sir. Stonks? To the moon. Get the <laughs> doge. Invest uh, call in me, aliens. Call me Nightmare Moon because I'm taking these stonks to the moon. Invest in GME. This is not financial advice. Um... <laughs> Now now that you're in Horseburg, where you show them how to do the moonwalk. I cannot moonwalk. They would be lost with me as their teacher. I, I defer. I also do not know how to moonwalk. Fla Flam, you're suave and good at dancing with people. I am. Yes. Do you do you know how moonwalk? Uh, no, I actually tried a couple times, and I understand how it's done, but I do not have the foot dexterity to do it. Mm, yes, you understand the moonwalk physics. The, the... Your confidence. <laughs> we, like, we posed the question, like, you can dance, right? Just un uninhibited, yes. I love that. <laughs> Number six. Do you even praise, bro? For 20 Praise it, baby. For yes, yes, yes. Damn right. 
All right, let's see. What time are we at? We got a little bit of time. Let's keep on moving on. We got Micah up next. Congrats on the interview. Will there be April Fool's shenanigans? Let's stick around and find out. Stick, uh, God. Well, yes, fuck around and find out time, boyos. <laughs> As a musician, would you rather have perfect pitch and no sense of rhythm or have excellent rhythm but be tone deaf? Hmm. To answer the spirit of the question, I'd rather have rhythm and no tone because I'm a drummer um, by trade. But in a meta sense, rhythm is just harmony slowed down and harmony is just rhythm sped up. So you can't really have one without the other because it's all just waves, bro. If, if there's one thing that I've learned through trying to write music and, and learning guitar and bass and trying to practice singing and like work on my voice, I have no tone at all. And the idea of like, oh, I can listen to music, be like, oh, this is why the music is good. Sit down and try to make it. Oh, mm, I, I don't know how music work at all. <laughs> Music's right. fun, man. And there's a really good Adam Neely video about musical fractals that's really interesting. Because if you think about it, like a rhythm is just like, but if you speed up a rhythm enough, it becomes a note. And likewise, if you slow down a note enough, it becomes a rhythm. Yeah, just, like it becomes a sign, kind of. It's a little bit of a meme, but it's a really interesting meme. Huh. I can see that. I like it. Anyway, I'm sorry, not, I'm, I'm getting no, us off track. No, by all means. I, I will sit here and shitpost all fucking day about music. Just like I'm here to shitpost that fucking Enigma's here. What the fuck are you doing here, asshole? Fine, if I'm not wanted, I'll just leave. No, we miss you. Good, he's gone. Okay. Without further ado, Enigma, you're just in time for the ad. Would you like to do the ad with me? That's a hard no. Hey, Milk, do you want to do the ad with me? <laughs> Absolutely. What this ad about? Shut the fuck up. It's all about supporting our Patreon. We, we have a horse named Little Bit that we support out on Red Wings Horse Sanctuary in Mid-California. All the bits that you guys contribute through donating bits in stream as well as donating to our Patreon, go to Horse Rescue Charity. What do our bits contribute to, Milk? I, I thought we were buying hookers and blows. I didn't know there was a horse involved. We are buying hookers and blow. For us, it's all been a ruse. We've never donated to horses. We don't get letters in the mail from Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. They don't thank us, and they don't know us by name. Most of those statements are not true. I'll let you figure out which ones. Uh, if you want to contribute, you know, and it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Go on, tell your joke. It, it's waiting. not a lie. It, it's not a lie. We're horses. Nobody on the internet knows that we're not horses. That that is true. We could be a horse, and you would never know. We, I mean, among us are horses now. It's a whole thing. Nobody. Okay, we'll we'll skip right on past that bad joke. If you would like to help contribute to our horse rescue charity endeavors, and a couple years ago we were able to donate over $1,000. Thank you for that. We're still trying to raise even more. Um, 
You can consider joining the Patreon, where there are perks, such as being able to see behind the counter and join us on game nights. Blah, blah, blah. You guys don't care. We're here for Enigma. We're not Enigma. Enigma can leave. We don't care. We're here for Bandy. Been Enigma, man. We're always here for Enigma. And Enigma oh. is love. Enigma is life. We and do Enigma it for is Enigma. gone. No, now he's. Oh, he turned on his camera. Hey. What are you doing? It. Let's, let's see it, let's King. Let's look at him. You can't see this chat, but like Enigma has decided to turn on his camera. Wow, he's showing his entire cock and balls. That's crazy. Oh my god, it's so tiny! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the video has stopped. It has. He's realized his mistake. That's so sad. Well, the next set of questions are from Rav. Rav, would you like to take your own questions? First, what's a question you wish people would ask you? I love it when people ask me what I've been reading this week because I get to plug all the cool fix that I've seen this week, which I've already done, so I won't do it again and, and bore our listeners. Um, but that's my favorite question to answer because it always changes because there's always new good fix getting released. Okay. If you were the protag of a displaced fic, what would you be? Or, no, sorry. What would it be about and who would you be unlucky enough to be? I don't think I know what a displaced fic is. Could you explain that? So you go to a con dressed as Spider-Man, and then, bam, you're in Ponytown, but you are Spider-Man. Ooh, damn. Um, well, I've kind of always wanted to cosplay as Mike Wazowski for the meme. I feel like that would be the least lucky displaced fic <laughs> possible. <laughs> Mike He's Wazowski. <laughs> oh god, there's no doors in that world. <clears throat> if your SO could be any size at all, such as a lady demi dummy mommy or a Renamon esque kaiju, what would your dynamic look like? Uh, my real life SO is a short queen, so that's uh that's the kind that I like. Shout out to all of our short queens out there. Yes, the small is good. Alright, have you ever released a foot fetish video, and where can your fr your fans find it? No foot fetish videos, but if you want to follow my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com slash bandy. Um, got a lot of shit over there. But starting at only $5 a month, you could own an NFT of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped typing SQL just to skip because of that. No, and I was like, what the fuck? Did I do? I'm going back. I'm going back to writing to SQL. Jesus Christ. Oh, there's no spanking that monkey, I'm assuming. <laughs> all right do you read and or write snuffles i.e gorklop for cute ponies gorklop i no. i'm gonna need you to explain that for me you know what a snuff film is yes 
Snuffles. It's cute. I have ponified it. Um, I have read Rainbow Factory, so does that count? Uh, if you get off to it. <laughs> uh, then it doesn't count for me, unfortunately. Hmm. Alright. Better question. Favorite MILF? Oh, Button's mom. <laughs> the classic, right? That's right. everyone's answer. But it's the classic. You gotta go with the classics. It's not mine. <laughs> What's yours? Enlighten them. Twilight Velvet. Oh, an excellent choice. Yes. An old favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of favorites, favorite princess from MLP. I used to debate this often with the guy who got first got me into MLP. Um, I think it, I think I'm a Luna person. Mm. It's always a good choice. Praise the moon, bro. That's the only NFT I would buy. <laughs> mine's mine's only five bucks, man. Come on. NFT, nice fucking titties. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm going to buy that $5 one there. Can I get a link for that? <laughs> uh, I wonder right. if there's actually someone with an OnlyFans called Bandy who we've inadvertently blown up. <laughs> actually, Hang on. if you check in behind Hang the counter. We got to Google this. Check in behind the counter real quick. If there, there is, is one. one. Last Quiet. seen February 22nd, 2019. No posts, no media. Sad. So no one has actually really seen them. You know For I mean? all you, me, I mean them. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, what is your favorite object pony? Or who, however you want to phrase that. You know, I've seen like soda pones and pizza pones out in the wild before. I'm not thrilled about the concept of of consuming them. Like, imagine a soda pone has the most delicious soda inside them, but if you drink it, do you kill her? I mean, she refills from the tap, so... I guess if she refills from the tap, it's okay. So I'll go soda pone on this one. Hmm. But like a pizza pone, that'd be tough. Like, regeneration, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that... regeneration. Oh, okay. You get to that eat may... her out quite literally. <laughs> Ew. That makes it a lot less uh, ethically ambiguous, at least. <laughs> uh, what, you've never eaten hair before? Nice and stringy and cheesy and oh. yummy. That hair spaghetti. <laughs> Mm. I haven't thought about those in a long time. <laughs> That's an right. image right there. <laughs> uh, God, I just got a visual of fucking um, pepperoni slices as nipples. Alright. Since bats are the superior pony, how many anons must we suck dry? walk me through that one one more time <laughs> since bats are the superior pony how many anons must we suck dry 
how are we correlating the two? Like, however your twisted little mind thought of it when I said it. All right, let's tackle this scientifically. If so, the first part of that sentence: if bats equals superior pony, like bats superior pony equals true. X number of anons must be sucked dry. Mm-hmm. If bats, well, we can say since bats are the superior pony, so there is no false to that. There's only true. Bats are the superior. That is true. X anons must be sucked dry. Solve for X. I'm not. I'm not a mus- I'm not a mathematician. I'm a musician. So I will defer, um, perhaps to Flammenwerfer, who. I believe is writing code right now, so he's a nerd. Fucking there's, got him. There's, there's <laughs> Sorry to put you on blast, homie. There's debate in the uh, in the programming and coding industry whether SQL can be considered an actual language. My rule is that if it can do arithmetic, it can be considered a a programming language of sorts, which it can do. So I guess sure. Uh, I didn't know you were a sequel king. That's great. Another sequel king. I I do sequel as a day job in some capacity or another. I'm not going to put my IRL job on blast, but uh, yeah, fellow sequel king in the house. I I write API endpoints, so I don't have to write sequel. Well, you you write in an actual based language, right? I am based. (laughs) Based on C Sharp. Got him. I was waiting for that. You didn't disappoint. So, but uh, no, good shit. Uh, but uh, I'd say your analysis seemed pretty sound overall from what I was listening to. Good. Yes. It means it's a bad question, Rap. No, it means there's an infinite number of anons which can be sucked dry by bats. Oh, okay. Hey, I took pre-algebra. I know what X stands for. A value, which we don't know. Go on. <laughs> Why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him wrong? I guess I'm wrong, because I love Spike. Um, Gap Jaxi's fic around the world in 81 days did Spike so good that I went from not liking Spike at all to loving Spike. I'm a Spike bro. I'm in the gang. I'm in the scaly gang. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Are you sure? I'm in, uh, I'm in the Spike gang, not the Scaly gang. Uh, big disappointment to furries. Big disappointment to Muggany. Poor guy. <laughs> He's out here in the chat asking good questions, and we just put him on blast like that. Mm. I mean... Muggany uses placeholders, so we'll just we'll just we'll just bypass that for right now. <laughs> if you could start an interstellar war between any two factions from any universe or universes, who would they be and why? I would love to see uh, the Luna people and the Celestia people duke it out. I want to see who wins. I want to know who's <laughs> the best princess. Oh, that would actually be kind of fun to watch. Right? Yes. Agreed. You have a good old-fashioned fight club up in here. Little fisticuffs. Right. Uh, now I'm going to throw you in with the sharks. If dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, 
How much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flushed consolation prize is acceptable, too. Um, let me answer your question with a story. So, I grew up <laughs> in the Midwest. <laughs> with a story. So, I grew up in the Midwest, where mm. spam canned mystery meat is like... It costs like two nickels and a carton of cigarettes. It's very cheap. I moved to New York to find that spam is actually uh, damn near a luxury meat. It's like $8 for a tin of spam out here. So assuming that that dichotomy is true, um, we would need a significant amount of uh, disgusting marinara to spread on our sliced mystery cheese sandwich. Um, and that would cost a lot of money, so I don't even want to think about that. Purely mm. economics. Sorry. I'm proud of you. That's Thanks, Dad. Good answers. To, oh, I'm not ready to be called that. <laughs> I, always knew, I had always knew I'd be worth my bidoof, Dad. <laughs> he prefers Daddy. <laughs> I do prefer Daddy. <laughs> Rap continues. All right. Next question. Elden Ring? No, I'm not much of an Elden Ring person. Uh, I'm still stuck on Deep Rock Galactic. That video game is the shit. But I love watching streamers lose their minds playing Elden Ring. That is also a fun hobby. Right. Who's your, uh, who's your favorite? Who's the like most delicious boss from Elden Ring? Uh, in my opinion? Yeah. Fuck. Um, I actually haven't made it that far, so I can only attest to what I've seen. There's, there's, a great, there's a great being that's on a horse, and I think we need to give him praise for the sheer fact of being on a horse on a pony podcast. I don't remember his name, though. Mm. But, like, who's, who's the cutest one? The, oh, God. Who's the cutest one? Probably one of the two fingers bitches that I killed a few days ago. Feel free to hop in, everyone else. I heard some I, I've never gotten the chance to honestly play, which is like, so here's the thing. I have every intention of playing Elden Ring here soon. I'm terrible at Souls games to the point where like, you know what? That actually kind of sounds like a fun thing to do tonight is to like throw up a stream and like try to play Dark Souls 1 and like fail at it and watches people like haha you need to roll um but uh i have decided that when i get my steam deck that's when i'm going to play elden ring i'm going to play elden ring on the steam deck and that can't possibly go wrong uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh you poor sweet summer child i mean i'll get a little mad probably a little, he says. It's one of those things where you learn... This game is anger management in action. Like, I rage at games depending on what's going on. This game, I basically have to control it because I will get so mad that I will rage quit. And I just, I have to, I have to shove it down. I have to, like, 
okay, we're going to try this again. Or, okay, we'll come back to this next week. There's other shit on this side of the map I can do for now. See, there was, um, see, I put a lot of, t uh, I, I want to say a lot of time. I put, I'm an adult, so a lot of time is like <laughs> 15 hours uh, into, right. um, into uh, Bloodborne. And mm. I actually was getting to the point, I felt like I was getting good. I was like, oh shit, I'm doing rolls, I'm parrying attacks. Like, this is the hot shit. And I got to the third boss, which is this gravedigger fucker. And he had two fucking modes, like two two health bars, and I got to to the point where uh, we fucking killed each other at the same time, and I fucking oh. rage quit the fuck out of that game. I was like, no, I get that people love this, but I can't do this. I'm so mad. I can't do this. Us, uh, for those of us in the Discord, um, Sunbro for Life has just posted an exquisite image of um, one of the Barcasts, very own, fuming over Elden Ring with a uh, full to bursting swear jar in the foreground. <laughs> See, the only the only problem here is I don't have a swear jar. I just say fuck whenever I want because I'm an adult. But one of these days, I'll probably have like a, a spawn. I'll have to watch my language. <laughs> can you okay okay here's a here's a serious fucking moment so we're recording this shit and we're putting it on youtube right so fucking mm -hmm. 10 years from now if we have underlings and they find this shit what do you even do well first off i'm too ground gay for kids from the internet you ground them from the internet easy let, let me ask you this bandy and I'm not trying to get like too personal here, but if you had an underling, and and years down the line they discover your fan fiction, what do you do? How do you react? Well, I am gonna eventually have a couple kids. I think that'd be fun. But um, I I think I produce so much content in like Instagram pictures and shitty memes on Discord for my friends that all my fanfics would just be buried under a mountain of trash content. We'll never have to worry about like our kids going through our, our old like celluloid pictures and photo albums. Cause they're never going to want to go through our Instagrams with like 10,000 selfies of us looking the exact same. That's fair. There's, there's like no artificial scarcity. Like my, I've got two pictures of my grandpa but I've got like 2,000 pictures of myself on Instagram because my hubris is the size of a New York City skyscraper. <laughs> that's that's really really fair. That that's uh, exceptionally fair. Here I'm 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 envisioning this day where like I walk in and my my child is, is what reading pony fan fiction. I'm like, what is that? Like, oh, and I try to hide it. It's like, no, who was that? Was it skirts? <laughs> no, the kid reads okay, a skirts pick. Send them to reform school. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll find the reading shitting designated shitting street. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll be like, no, 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 no. Hold on, we narrated this once. <laughs> <laughs> so you immediately pull it up for them to listen to. No, I no no. I don't expect them to find designating shitting streets. I'm gonna. I'd be waiting for the day when. 
little Johnny or little Emma would come up to Priest and be like, Daddy, what's a town bike? Stop. <laughs> See, it's Italy. Like, they, they would more likely be like, so what's this Rainbow Dash and Sonic have a religious experience thing? And I'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, but I, I can just hear it now. They they walk up to you, Daddy. Office love when? <laughs> Should have used a condom. <laughs> All right, All last right, question. Continue. You're trapped in a room with ten thousand dicks. How many are you choking on? The answer, of course, is all of them. Ooh. Um, You're doing a bad IRL, job there, son. IRL, I am uh, pretty monogamous, so the real answer is boring and zero. But the meme answer, answer is, oh, give, me, give me all 10,000. Let me show you what I've got. <laughs> show me. Your trial moves. period has expired, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next set of questions is from the Gandy Man. Haven't seen you post in here before. Welcome to our little corner of the internet. Kind of late, but I'll ask anyways. Do you think if MLP was an anime, would it be better or worse? Zero out of ten. Final answer. Zero? No, I'm kidding. Are um, you going to ban anime? Uh, <laughs> I will ban anime. No, I, I don't watch a lot of anime, so I'm going to say... Hard maybe. Hard maybe. Got it. Hard maybe. Now then, we got questions from Lily Kuzland. Hello, how are you? I'm really good, Lily Kuzland. Thank you. I love your profile picture. It's very green. Yes. Uh, do you listen to music when you're writing? And if so, what kind? Jazz? Metal? Oh, yeah, I listen to a lot of jazz. Um been deep into brian blade who's a, a jazz drummer i don't know where he's based out of but he's really good his fellowship band has been great um gonna put violet pony on blast again because everyone should go listen to violet great great brony hyper pop check it out hell yes if you were suddenly dropped into the mlp verse would you rather stay human and retain fingers or would you rather change to fit the world and if so what species Lot. This is one of like the great philosophical debates of this fandom. Do you stay human or do you go full pwn? I think having fingers in a world where no one else has fingers outweighs the the ostracization of being the only talking monkey in the entire world. So I'm gonna go stay stay human. Some some of the ponies are gonna be into that. Uh, yes, we canonically, there's one of them who is. Yep. Hashtag Lyra. Hashtag Lyra. Stop. Lyra. Stop. Lyra is not for sexual. Wait, wait, wait. I'm missing out on the meme. Can someone explain the Lyra to me? Okay, so a long time ago, I was writing a story. And I did a find replace on on the story for Ly Lyra um, because I accidentally spelled it liar L Y R E like the instrument, and I changed it to Lyler instead, and I posted it, and people 
just was like it, it, it Lyler's twin sister that we don't talk about and it became a meme so we have this story on fan fiction called the Lyler archive where it's just Lyler's twin sister that we don't talking about that we don't talk about uh, getting into shenanigans with the human second person main character and it is it is a shit post and a half Wow, Chef's Kiss. Beautiful. I love it. Oh, I would love to hear a reading of that sometime. Oh, there's... I think it's 60,000 words. We have a couple. Word, I think it's 60,000 words at this point. 60,000. Wow. That's great. We, we get to have such things as, like, Undertale references, uh, vibrators that are stuck in the toilet, um, uh, dino, dino tendies in the freezer aisle, um sadness oh yeah cactus in the vagina yes that's a thing um yep (laughs) mr boom boom mr boom boom's her pet that stays in her vagina okay let's move on if you can sit down to forget your children (laughs) oh god (laughs) daddy don't you remember me (laughs) no go away if you could sit down to dinner with any one character from MLP, who would you choose? Uh, I would love to talk music theory with Lyra or Octavia. Sequestrian music theory is probably much different because you can only use your hooves to play uh, songs. So how do you do that? How do hooves work? Question mark. And you would think that it would actually be less interesting with vinyl scratch because she has technology there's a lot of like correlation. Yes, having just started teaching myself how to use Ableton, a laptop is a musical instrument and I'm clueless. Yes. Mayonnaise is also an instrument. Is it just an instrument? Yes. <laughs> Everything's an instrument if you believe it. Um if you could introduce one piece of technology to the setting that it either lacks or is low-key, what would you choose? Cybernetics? Aircraft? So, like, to, to MLP first, if you had to introduce one piece of technology. The MLP verse is so weird with technology because we've got computers, as evidenced by Vinyl Scratch, but we've also got, like, no, no industrial technology. It's so true. if I... If you really wanted to be a diabolical supervillain, you could like introduce uh, a factory powered by steam and monopolize the world, and you know plunge them into anarcho-capitalist wasteland. Isn't that what Flim and Flam's machine was? Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. That we see MLP already did it. But like, they don't have like we've never seen on on like visuals like on screen like uh a we dishwasher have. or well, a, no, not that. or a washing machine um we've seen a stove obviously uh but i don't think we've seen a microwave like no, it's inconsistent they, they, they actually bake shit yeah like they actually like cook 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 um but like laundry goes out on the line like old timey like a little house in the prairie style or, or poor style, so as like, other people like to call it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but they also have big cities. So they, they must do. have like the capacity to build big girders or whatever the fuck you build big buildings out of. Yeah. Oh yeah, like there was um there was that one construction scene. Like there was a construction scene. I remember at least once. People like, sleep on girders, but how the fuck do you make girders in a pre-industrialized society? Magic? The, I think it has to be magic. Or, or because the, or the earth pony is using hammers because they have the strength. True. Well, if you remember the uh, Twilight and uh, Starlight finale episodes where they were popping back and forth between time, there was the Applejack uh, uh, episode where they showed just an industrialized city, like heavily industrialized city. So they have the potential at the very least. So about, like, the yeah, the true. War. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That could be one of the bad ends, industrialization. We should all just return to Monkey. That's the real message of MLT. Money is fake and bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm stepping into politics. <laughs> MLP uh, is now an Anprem shilling show. Alex underscore is up next. How much shrimp? Shrimp. Well, first of all, good on you, Alex underscore, for being so enterprising and putting a second round of questions in. It shows engagement, and we're grateful for engagement. Um, how much shrimp? Funny you should ask. I just had shrimp for dinner. We were, I was telling uh, my fellow Barcastians how good it was prior to the show starting. Um, so the answer is about half a pound. That's how much shrimp. That, um, that's how much shrimp. What, but what sort of souse? What, what, what do you oof. put in your stir fry? Um, so... This is this requires a little bit of backstory. The grocery store right across the street from me uh, sells shrimp at an extreme markup because there's a lot of um, Asian restaurants in my neighborhood. So they all come to the supermarket to buy their stuff. So the supermarket just marks up everything that they know these restaurants are going to buy. But they have a super cheap sale on Thai uh, – it's like Thai chili garlic shrimp salad. So you just buy – if you buy that in bulk and then just saute it for like a couple of minutes and then throw it over some rice, it's the best. Oh, man. So good. It's like spicy, garlic, vegetable aroma. You get the nice fattiness of the shrimp. You throw some vinegar on the rice. Oh, man. We do like a bar cast just for food. Oh. We've been tempted to more than once. More than a few times. More than Every time we talk food, Pencil immediately shoots down the idea of doing anything official food-wise. Because we always try to get her to have, like, frozen hot dogs in jello. <laughs> Look. And then put mayonnaise on it. In mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That idea deserves to be shot down. That's an oddly sexualized food combination. <laughs> Wait, but it's an actual thing. What's the name of it, though? Aspic. Aspic, that's it. Like ass, A-S-S-P-I-C, Aspic? Hold I'm on. not Googling that. <laughs> You're going to have to drop that you. shit in the general chat because I'm not Googling that. Oh, All right, you. time to Google some Aspics. Here we go. Yeah, no, I've got ass. This has an egg in it. Ugh. There we go. 
I would eat it though, just like as a one-time thing. I would want to try it. Here's one with fish in it. Do people eat that? Yes, this is actually in some places a delicacy. Ah, oh, times are hard, man. And it's usually oh. it's usually vegetables and meat, like with like duck. Um, like this is a terrine. Oh. They're, they're quite difficult to make and to make pretty. You know, maybe that's like a sign. Like this is really difficult to make. Like maybe you should not make it. Maybe you should make something else. It's kind of like when people would make jello <laughs> with like the fruit in it, but it's it they decided to go with vegetables and sadness. Oh, and oh, here's your Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, no, last, no. Last, last, no. Last one. Oh. Last one. Oh. Last one. Oh goodness! Can you put these pictures up on the uh, up on the Twitch chat? Yeah, I'm yeah. The Twitch stream. <laughs> I'm is that possible? Oh yeah, I can do that. Show the pictures. Show the pictures, Mike. Does that count as not safe for work? Uh, no, it's it's plenty safe for work. I mean, I mean, we are sharing ass pics here. <laughs> uh, only fans. <laughs> Jokes. Five dollar NFT butthole pictures. See that that just does not look right. Gosh. I need what it. What do they even have laid on the outside of that one? The 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 terrain, the, the square one. Uh it looks like mint. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. There was a vice food like mini episode up on YouTube about like the last the last old school British restaurant left in England. And it's like a 10 minute long expose on this guy. He's beautifully dicing these eels, frying them, boiling them, like turning eels into something beautiful, like something I could genuinely eat because eels are not the most attractive food. I've, like, I've seen this uh, one. Appearance wise. So he makes these eels look super tasty. And right as he's about to plate them up, he takes these eels that he's delicately boiled and then like lightly fried, like turn them into something truly exquisite and delicious. And then he goes, Oh, yep, yep. Paul blimey. So then I dunk him in gelatin and he throws the whole thing in a case of jello. And he goes, Oh, it's jelly deal now. And he just fucking ruins it. <laughs> it's it's gelatin. Jellied eel and mesh. I, I've seen the exact episode and I know exactly what you're talking about. They don't they don't like prepare you for the moment when he throws it in like liquid gelatin. That just comes out of nowhere. You're like, okay, cool, eel, fried, boiled. I'm here for it. It looks delicious. And then they throw it in this weird liquid and you're like, what the fuck is he doing? The, the, it's that and then the combination of the mash where the, he puts the green sauce around it and it practically floods the plate. Just the very thought of the dishes together just make me want to throw everything up. And the, it was like a weird sauce. It was like mint jam or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was the green stuff on the, on the mash. No, thank you. That... It, it all just sounds to me like dino tendies. <laughs> the, 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 the mince pie he made looked really good. I'd eat that. Here's his smoothie. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten the opportunity to see anything by dino tendies bandy, but... Oh, here, God. Here go. Yeah. He's throwing, he's throwing a piece of fish into a blender, and he's mixing it with a, 
what appears to be fruit punch flavored rock star. He's got um, some jank electrical wires next to it. Oh, he's blending it. Oh, it's a delicate blend. He's going for little bursts. So the fish gets uh, gets nice and chunky. Looks like he's going to put it into some sort of mashed potato or perhaps a sushi roll after that. Disgusting. Zero out of ten. Yep. Oh, put it in my bunt hole. You, you just had to make the joke. You just had to make the joke. It didn't matter it was bad. It didn't matter that... We, we we said it like three times in chat. It, you had to do a bunt hole yes. joke. Yes. Nothing, oh, nothing bunt it. Priest. Yes. Hot meats kettle with black, with bleh, bleh, fucking hell. Yeah, go on. Jokes. Yeah, tell yeah. your joke. <laughs> tell your joke. Jokes. I got I got you. Hot meats kettle with bad jokes. Office level in. Hashtag 420 pot. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're way off track. Okay, next question is, what would be your ideal pet, Bandy? Ideal pet? Um, anything hypoallergenic. So, like, hypoallergenic dogs, or, like, maybe some hairless Egyptian cats, or, like, some tarantulas, or lizards, or anything that won't make me sneeze and cry. I, I live the hard-locked life, man, because my girlfriend has a cat. Mm-hmm. And every time I stay over at her place, I've just got to suffer. It's just you suffer. You you open the door, you walk in, and you suffer. And that's my life. So anything hypo. Just to suffer. It's a sad life, man, I tell you. This is the bad end of the bar cast. This is is the bad place. (laughs) I I like that show. Number three. Why do they call it oven if he, if if you of in the cold food and out hot eat the food? I'm, I'm sorry, Alex. What the fuck? Okay, why do they call it oven if you off in the cold food of out hot eat the food? Don't, don't make fun of Alex underscore. Someone go check on them. Don't, don't make fun of oh, Alex. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. Alex underscore is in the chat right now. Explain yourself, Alex underscore. We'll wait. Throw some British accent into it and then just pronounce of as an of. Why do they call it oven of if you in the in the cold foot out in the cold blimey hot eat the food? I didn't think it would make it better, but that was hilarious. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Oh, I haven't laughed at a cast as much in a while. (laughs) Alex is like, it's like a meme. What fucking meme? (laughs) (laughs) Dying? Because that's my favorite meme. (laughs) Number four. Uh, What is the most impressive thing you can do with your body, Mandy? uh, God damn it. Uh, what kind of question is that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, I will say drumming, because I don't want to give you any fuel for your weird fire. That's that's fair. Alex does have a weird fire. We have proof of that. 
Ah, uh, damn. He's putting us on blast in the chat. It's true. He called us boomers. Damn. That's true. We deserve it. We deserve they this. Make, they don't make games like Doom anymore. <laughs> now, Quake uh, was a good game. Hey, you guys are all nerds. You could probably answer this question. Uh, yeah. What is the weirdest device that you've seen Doom played on? Pregnancy test, hands down. The one, the one thing that he'll never need to use because he has Doom on a pregnancy test. That's incredible. Yes. Milk wrap. Yeah. I mean, don't run. No, you, I, that was here. that was you my that was my immediate response when I thought of it, and that you've already got it. So that's the weirdest thing I've seen it played on is a fucking pregnancy test. I mean, I heard somebody put it on. A graphing calculator? Yes. Wasn't there somebody who played Doom inside of Minecraft through like some sort of plug-in system and then building a computer to play it through bits? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, somebody yeah. built a processor inside Minecraft capable of playing the original Doom. Hmm. I love I love that. It's great. Oh, I see our resident Scaly has uh, posted some more questions. Good. We can keep the fun going. Yes, yes. Muggany is back and has, has finally posted all their questions, which means that I have to act, which, <sighs> Muggany, I do this for you because you're a, good, you're a good bean. But, all right, number one. <sighs> what, what is your favorite... Non-pony character from MLP. That was excellent. That was excellent. Good job. That was great. Commit to the bit. Um, Yona, I love the idea of a, a character who just punches through walls and just takes no fucks. There was um, oh god, there was a fic that came out like six months ago about the yak. Yakistan space program. I forget what it's called, though. Is it anything like the Kerbal space program? <laughs> it was basically like that. Oh, God, I'm I'm so dumb. I forget the name of the fic. It was really, really good. Basically, like, um, I think it was Equestria and the, like, the Changeling Empire or Griffonia or one of the other, um, one of the other non-pony races, like, got into a space race. And the Yaks were like, hey, wait a minute, we can be in the space race, too. And both... Um, both of the other races were like, nah, man, you, you don't have like rockets and shit. You're good. And so the Yaks are like, nah, man, we don't even need rockets. We'll just launch him into space using big catapults. We'll put Yaks on the moon with catapults and it only gets weirder from there. It's such a sounds good like, thing. It sounds like something must would do. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a, oh man, I'm going to take like five seconds and look for it. Cause it's so good. I wonder if it's I hope it's in my favorites. We can uh we can keep reading and, and doing questions, but I'm gonna keep uh looking Perfect. for that in the background. Number two is that that's that's a really great That's it, that's number two. Oh that's that's really great. Oh thank you, Muggany. Number three. What <sighs> What what books are you reading right now? Oh, 
I'm so glad you asked because I just found the fic that I was talking about. Uh, it's by Sir Not Appearing in this fic. It's called For the Benefit of Yaks. So good. It's so good. That's what I've been reading this month. I will. That's my answer. Final. Final. I'm buzzing it in. For the Solid. benefit of Yaks. Such a good fic. One of the best laughs I've had in years. Hell yeah. Now then, oh man, this is gonna get okay. Do you? Do you? Do you like steam trains? Your acting's on point, man. That's great. <laughs> um, so one of my very good friends from college, um, his dad is a, a steam train connoisseur. So um, sometimes over the, in like the summers between classes, I would spend like a couple of weeks over at his place, just crashing and like living it up in the city. And he would always try to show me these steam train collections that he had. And every time I would come back, he would always have like a little bit more. Like this was an older gentleman, but he just had this, committed passion for steam trains he was always looking up the latest steam train tech he had like all the doodads and gizmos that made smoke come out of the smokestacks burned clean um electric trains coal-fired trains he had it all and um pretty cool 10 out of 10 steam trains shout out steam trains Mugney actually had a really like good bout of a hundred. Uh, I think it's a hundred and one steam train facts. Actually, pretty good. I, he posted it in the uh, in the in the Barcast channel. It was really eye opening for me. Uh, good. Was this like in the Twitch chat like tonight? I want to no, read no, no, no. his steam it, train. It's in our forum on Fimviction. Oh, I want to read Mugney's steam trains. Yes. Ye ye, gotta hype him up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he posted it today. Hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. It really is 101. 101 purely true facts. And then a cute doggy video. Mm. It's really good. I, I wholly recommend reading every single one. I especially like fact number 25. Um, everyone will have to look up Mugany's blog about 101 facts about steam trains and go to fact number 25 but that's that one is definitely my favorite very you insightful won't, you won't believe number 37 <laughs> all right number five. Oh my god okay <laughs> rush to answer my questions, but I don't want to ask. Next one. Do it. Come on. Ride that intensity. Have you ever just, have you ever just sat in a chair for 10, 20 minutes and done nothing but think? Do you know how it feels to constantly have something to do but not have the motivation to go through with it? We live in a society plain and simple <laughs> a society that's built on pain not just the pain of slaves <laughs>
who built the pyramids or even the slave who built the railroads, but pain of the mind. All I can do is sit here and ask you how your day, but what's the point if your day not how? With that, <laughs> I have a few more questions. Questions that are seemingly pretty, but have the utmost importance to our society. With that, number eight, who is the sexiest furry girl? Oh, I knew this interview was going to be crazy, but um, we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're we've here gotten today. we've gotten you... to the gamer question. Yes. Um. <sighs> what's Who that? Is game? The sexiest furry girl. Oh, what's that game? It's like um, Love Machine, I think. Oh. Uh, no, um, banned from EQD. That's what game I'm thinking yes. of. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. That's the sexiest furry girl. That's fair. Banned from EQD. The OG legend. I, I was thinking it, Samus is the sexiest ah, Sam, furry girl. True. What a weird life that banned from EQD must, guy, must have. It's like imagine just being like a random dude from Brazil and you're un unintentionally responsible for the sexual awakening of like 10,000 spurgy North Americans. <laughs> hey, it's not my fault that they made the girl, the, the girl lion and the Lion King like kind of sexy. And it's definitely not my fault they made the girl dog and Balto kind of sexy. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, the, oh, the, the girl sake. dog from Balto? Explain yourself. Dude, have you not watched that movie? She, like, she does a little ass wiggle. It's a real thing. It's a, she's a dog. Tell about that, Chief. But they're anthroed. Hang on. They're Hang on. She's I'm got gonna... four paws. She's a dog. She you know who else has four paws? Furries. I'm not a well. Like no, we do anthro. I guess that is technically furry. You're forgetting. So I can't say that. You're forgetting the furry motto. If it has a hole, that's a goal. Fuck. They passed the Harkness test, bro. Rav, okay. you have, you have sexual deviancy. What's the sexiest furry girl? Fine. Rouge. Okay, I can get behind that in, you know, in many can, senses. I can get behind Heart Bat. That's fine. I, you know what? Do do Pokemon count? Yeah, because Gard Gardevoir is a hundred percent like a snack. Oh no, I agree. I was gonna say Bidoof as well. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I, I mean, have have you ever have you seen the lad? He looks like testicular cancer. He's kind of <laughs> hot. I I want to make that my ringtone. He looks like testicular cancer. He's kind of hot. Real G's will know where I took that line from. 
lads, I've done some research, and uh, apparently there is a scene in Balto where the dog does a little ass shaking. Damn uh, right she does! If you Google Balto hot dog, you get... <laughs> 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 you get it was for kids you know there'd be kids and they'll be shaking the butt like haha dog is shaking butt not for fucking coomers who are like that dog just totally wants it from balto <laughs> fuck's sake there is a scene from balto called the boiler room scene where one dog uh attempts to seduce the other dog in insofar as the dog needs to like back the other dog up into an actual boiler to burn the dog alive. What? Yeah, I don't dude. remember this scene. Was that? The I don't remember scene? this either. I'm not remembering this scene from Balto, but apparently, I mean, it's it's right here. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> I also I also remember the scene where the dog where that girl dog from Balto just had the entire sled team run on her. It, what, 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 what did the director mean by this? It was powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's truly a meaningful scene. We do live in a society. It's true. I'm Bottom text. Of, I'm trying to think of other, like, furry ladies. Rap said Rouge, which is a classic example. No, that's, that that's was, fair. That's like, responsible for quite a few awakenings. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I'm not. Um, I'm trying to think. What about too, yeah. Sally from Sonic? She's okay for girl next door kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, Rouge from Sonic is probably better, honestly. Definitely. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm, the fuck I'm getting a I'm getting a list now. Sexiest <laughs> furry ladies. Oh my god. This is a lot of porn. <laughs> Through I don't it. know what I run a train on that list if you would. Um, oh, uh, Crystal from Star Fox. Okay, okay, yeah, there, yeah, okay, yeah. She. Um, Lola Bunny. Thank you, okay, I knew I was forgetting someone. That was, she was responsible for a you're lot of kids. The, you're forgetting the oldest one. Go on. Maid Marion. Ooh. Oh, that's fair. The original, uh, trad wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for some reason, Chica from Five Nights at Freddy's is on here. Really? Yes. I don't understand how anyone finds any of those characters hot. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm legit gonna be serious. Um, it has everything... more than art. Probably, I, you're right. I don't, I don't recognize a lot of these, a lot of these characters, but they're probably. Uh, oh, uh, Luna from uh, Hasbun Hotel. Send me the list. I could probably identify a number. I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. The plot filler says Cream's mom, um, Vanilla the Rabbit. Yes. I mean, I can, I can see that. I guess. I never did this old Sonic thing, but uh, yeah, I mean, that is, that falls into the uh, MILF category. So yes. Okay, Judy Hops is one. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I like. I know, but I'm still in disbelief that that's one of them. Number six is Isabel. Oh, from uh, Animal Crossing? Yes. Oh, no kidding. I, mean, huh. I guess. And number nine is just straight up an anime girl. Just like anime cat girl. You don't know who Senko is? Senko? No. 
The helpful Fox Senko. This anime is straight up your alley. It's not even funny. Number 13 straight up is just a cat. It's Duchess from the Aristocrats. Oh, it's just a cat! It's a cat! You go outside, go behind the dumpster and fuck an actual cat if you want! It's a cat! Why'd they have to make it so fucking sexy then? When you pull a cat into the mix, that's fucked up. You brought a dog into the mix! <laughs> I have the moral high ground here, I brought Bidoof into the mix! Okay? <laughs> I had a throat of beer and I almost just choked to death. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we've just been talking about furries and <laughs> we have five minutes left. So, so fucking mad. I'm here Bandy. all night. We can just keep this gravy train rolling. Bandy, I'm so well, well. We actually need our ads up for for everyone uh, and got other stuff to do. But uh, let's see. The next question is: If Doctor Phil pays money to watch furries pee, would that be philanthropy? Yes. Yes. And then the final question is, by the way, I haven't finished it yet, but I started reading Sticks earlier this week. I'm really enjoying it so far. Have any writing advice? Thank you. I'm really glad you like it. Um, I'm notoriously bad at giving writing advice, um, but the best writing advice that I've gotten was from... Um, ah, man. I forget who told it to me. It was in a discord but the best writing advice i've ever gotten was to write every day even if you only get like 20 or 30 words on the page write every day if you do it every day you'll eventually get more words and eventually you'll get some good quality words the goal of like a good writer should always be um quality but Everyone always discounts quantity, too. You should try to write every day. Because if you can write every day, then you'll get better. Promise. I guarantee it. It might take 10 years, like it took me 10 years to get like decent at writing. But if you do it a lot, you will get better. And then you can write infinite scaly goodness, Muggany. You got this, bro. I believe in you. Then without further ado, we only got four minutes left. Bandy, with all these questions here, someone's going to grab this and be like, oh, man, Bandy's a swell dude. I feel bad. I didn't get my questions out there. What's the best way they can reach out to you? Oh, damn. Um, you can reach out to me via Fim Fiction. Um, I've got a YouTube channel also under the same name, Bandy. Mm -hmm. um, either of those would probably be the best places to reach out and get a hold of me hell yeah and then last but not least what sort of things are we going to be seeing in the pipe what are we going to see of yours that's straight to the feature box here soon oh man um well let's see not going to be in the feature box but i've got a couple of drum covers of violet pony songs coming up soon um, those should be ready within the next couple of weeks which i'll um i'll throw those up on fimfic too in my fimfic blog um so keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Um, the next fic I'm writing has been in the works for a couple of months. It's a much longer one. Um, it's originally started as Avatar The Last Airbender, 
fanfic and kind of morphed into a ponyfic as the as the days went along. But um, suffice to say, it will be a good one. I'll give you the elevator pitch. A disgruntled monk and two sapphic orphans do magic mushrooms and overthrow a colonial empire. That's the next fic. Fuck yeah. It's, I think it's going to be a goodie. I won't be able to put it on EQD because of all the drug references, but um, I'm really hoping that you will all enjoy it, and I can't wait to put it out for you all. I know, I know I'm excited for it. I can't wait for you to put out. This is going to be awesome. But with that yeah. said, it's time to draw all good things to a close, including the time here today. Bandy, thank you so much for taking the time to come join us tonight. Thank you. This has been an absolute blast. I love the Barcast, and uh, I hope you guys do great. You're an absolute blast. And other absolute blasts are Empty Plot Filler, who donated 300 bits, Burgess, who donated 100, and Hat Vandamoose, who donated 25. Thank you so much, folks, out in the chat, as well as all the gift subs. Um, next week, Milk, what are we doing? I know uh, two weeks we've got BabsCon, so there's going to be no cast. Next, next week is either game or movie. Gamer movie next week. It could be a gamer movie, of course. Um, and, uh, of course, the next following week, you're going to be able to see the Barcast live in San Jose, or San Francisco-ish. San Francisco, Jose, California. Berlin game. Yes. Of course, your bartenders for this evening have been Bidoof. <laughs> Badoof. Testicular cancer. Badoof. What? Our amazing guest, Bandy. No, I never mind. I mean, they're Badoof. <laughs> and I guess I'm Badoof now, too. Badoof is love, Badoof is life. That's all there is anymore. Why do we even do this? There's only Badoof. Badoof is gonna end us all. Badoof is sexual. Badoof, number one hottest male furry fictional character of all time. Badoof! Where did you cut? Did you cut? Or is it still going? Oh, God. <laughs> but, but done, more like it. <laughs>